Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Driveway Remedy Podcast, the only podcast recorded live in a fucking driveway. It's fucking cold. Dude. It is getting <laughs> fucking chilly, man. The weather can't make up its mind, right? Oh, I was actually sitting around waiting on the Travis Bring Firewood text. Yeah, I, I, podcast I fully I. anticipated on seeing that. Yeah. But it didn't I happen. was I had my hands full. Yeah. With the puppy? The puppy and other things. Yeah. <laughs> Dan's mad, ladies and gentlemen. And I probably didn't help it, but you know, I like to stir shit sometimes. <laughs> hey guys, it, uh, it is the Driveway Liberty Podcast. I am your Uncle Wes. I'm sitting here with my good friends. Really good friends. Like uh, I'd venture to say some of my best friends at this stage in my life, uh, Dan and Travis. We got, uh, if you're listening on your radio dial, <laughs> to your left in the speaker, we got our good friend Dan Matichero. Hi, everybody. Wait, I don't hear you, man. You might call. Hi, everybody. There it is. Well, you probably had to turn him down because he was screaming so loud in the last podcast about not being a boomer. Right. But Which we did decide he was. No, yes. we did not. Yeah, we did determine that. No, you pulled this shit up on was. the screen. It uh, said no, 46 no, we, we, to 64. I, all right. I motion that Dan's considered a boomer. I second it. All in go. favor? No, I, negative. There you go. Nope. All right. Nope. All right. Nope. He nope. got outvoted on that. So across the table from me is uh, my good friend, Travis Horn. Hello. What's going on? Yeah, there it is. What's crack a liking? Man, I'm I'm about five beers in already. Sweet. So uh, this, this is going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah, I've been. I thought I was doing good. Dude, I mean, I'm slurping them down. I'm on my dude. fourth. I, I tell you what. <laughs> I was thirsty. I'm on my first. <laughs> yeah, but it's, yeah, like, it's like the a, size of a, a 47 ounce. the size of a ba- baby's leg. It's like, like a toddler's leg. Like Uncle Buck, the old 96er. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> Man, I could eat a fucking That's steak a right now. Yeah, so, all right. Don't even talk so, about that shit. Anyway, man, we uh we've got some stuff to talk about here. What you uh what you got on slate over there, Daniel? Well, we teased you at the end of the last cast. Apparently, uh <laughs> what the fuck was that? I mean, nothing. It wasn't a thing. Apparently, um, Old uh, Kamala Harris was in Tallahassee. Mm, mm. So she gave a speech, and this was on the 50th anniversary of Roe Wade. Mm. Roe v. Wade. Right. Which it's, was just a repealed last year. Yeah, I mean, should why are you celebrating something that doesn't exist anymore? Right. But, hey, keep keep doing what you do. So at this, so she's in Florida. At yep. the Capitol. Right. Tell Apparently her her or her people required the people attending to sign a form confirming whether they had been vaccinated or not. <laughs> well, that's how you weed out anybody that disagrees with you. <laughs> that's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I, I can't imagine many people refusing to sign the form or Probably the most of the people that would go see that crazy commie would would be vaccinated. What were like twelve people there? Uh, Seventeen, I think. Okay. Yeah, I knew it was like it, I knew they were struggling, struggling to actually find people to attend it at one point. Didn't they postpone it for a minute? I don't know. 
Yeah, well. But I'm giving you the details. So Okay. You, but you don't have the details. If you right? did not, well, the details of. Her visit, right? <laughs> of the form. So if you if you didn't want to sign the form, then it's kind of like we were relieving the the summer of of twenty twenty. Remember the concert they had, the Moon Crush. Yeah, where you you had to be you had to be vaccinated or you had to have a negative test within seventy two hours. Right. That's this. Oh, that wouldn't have been twenty twenty, but. It was uh, September 2020, actually. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, but right the vaccines weren't out in oh. September 2020. Well, it must Maybe been. it was a negative COVID test. Maybe it was 2020. Well, I know there was. Uh, Maybe well, it was well, the, the Moon Crush did a, like, you could only have four people sitting in your little gated pod yeah, thing. Pod <laughs> yeah. Remember, yeah. that was yeah. what they did. Yeah. And then I think it was the Songwriters Fest that tried to do the vaccine. So yeah. this form required the guests to indicate whether they were unvaccinated partially vaccinated or fully vaccinated <coughs> so apparently partially vaccinated would be you didn't get the boosters well how many boosters it doesn't say okay how many boosters are there man i don't know Three? i think we're on five now Four? i hadn't i hadn't had the first two so i don't know I'm fully un, unequipped to answer this question because I haven't paid attention to the booster shit at all. I think it's four or five. That's insane, isn't it? So we're so the the vaccine went into effect when? When was it? January twenty twenty one. Really, the basically. I mean, like December. It was like if you're over so one hundred seventy five. Two years, years old. with the exception of one of the vaccines, you had to get two shots two weeks apart. Or yeah. mm-hmm. X number of weeks apart. One of them, I think, was two weeks, and one of them was a little bit longer. And then we've had five boosters since then, inside of two years. Yes. And it works. It's it works at safe and effective. Depopulating the United States. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's effective at depopulating. Yes. There you go. So is that all the news from Kamala, Kamala Harris? Yeah, because the, 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 her speech. <laughs> I felt like there was more. Like it just sat there. It's like, man, yeah. It's well, like he's still reading. Her, aside from her normal speeches where she re, she uses like the same. She doesn't have a thesaurus that uh, gives her synonyms mm. to be able to come up with another word besides the one that is the main point she's making. And she just repeats it over and over again. I got you. Yeah, I got you. Synonyms. I like that on my toast sometimes. <laughs> All right, we're getting off to a good start. Man, I tell you what, right? So, uh, climate change. <laughs> climate change. Climate change. You know, it's kind of funny when we talked about talking about climate change. I was thinking we were going to be doing a live stream. So I went and downloaded like 15, 20 memes related to climate change. And then about about 13 or 14 in, I was like, oh, shit. This is not going to be visual. So no. it's stupid. Hold on. Before we go to climate it. change, you got to hear a quote from Kamala Harris's rally. Okay? Well, let's hear hold it. Hold on a second. Yeah. Wait, hold on. And go. We collectively 
believe and know. America is a promise. America is a promise. It is a promise is it a of promise? freedom and liberty. Not for some, but for all. Oh, snap. A promise we made in the Declaration of Independence that we are each endowed with the right to liberty and the pursuit of happiness. Well, she left out life. <laughs> yeah, which endowed by our creator. Clear. Endowed by our creator. Because she's at an anti-life event. Okay. She's at an anti-life event. Right. So she couldn't say life. No. Well, she left out life. And period. endowed by our creator. And endowed by our creator. Yeah, it's an abortion rally is what it is. It's pro-killing baby rally. Oh, fucking man, Jesus. I mean, I'm a man. How, how the fuck do you do that? Uh, was that rhetorical? Or? Yeah, it was. Okay. These rights were not bestowed upon us. They belong to us as Americans. As, we, as humans. No. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> they weren't bestowed upon us. They belong to us. They were endowed by our creator. Certain inalienable, inalienable rights, right? But life that 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 short phrase is liberty inaccurate and the fucking pursuit of happiness. Well, originally it was the pursuit of property, which they'd have left it at that, but yeah. but yeah, the that pursuit was the of Locke happiness and Hobbes version, and apparently the pursuit of happiness means you fucked up and didn't use birth control, so now you get to kill your baby, so you can stay happy. Mm. Mm. Don't worry. Be happy. So speaking of vaccines, the recently had a meeting of the World Economic Forum. Yeah. And Rebel News from Canada was there <laughs> and asked Pfizer CEO, Albert Bulla, noted horse doctor, some questions. Ready? Right. Mr. Bulla, can I ask you? When did you know that the vaccines didn't stop transmission? How long did you know that without saying it publicly? Thank you very much. I'm sorry. To that question. Thank you very much. I mean, we, we now know that the vaccines didn't stop transmission, but why did you keep it secret? You said it was 100% effective, then 90%, then 80%, then 70%. But we now know that the vaccines do not trans stop transmission. Why did you keep that secret? Have a nice day. I won't have a nice day until I know the answer. Why did you keep it a secret that your vaccine did not stop transmission? Is it time to apologize to the world, sir, to give refunds back to the countries that poured all their money into your vaccine that doesn't work, your ineffective vaccine? Yeah, you have a little bit of red. Are you not ashamed of what you've done in the last couple of years? Do you have any apologies to the public, sir? Are you proud of it? You've made millions on the backs of people's entire livelihoods. How does that feel to walk the streets as a millionaire on the backs of the regular person at home in Australia, in England, in Canada? What do you think about on your yacht, sir? What do you think about on your <laughs> private jet? Are you worried about product liability? Are you worried about myocarditis? What about the sudden deaths? 
What do you have to say about young men dropping dead of heart attacks every day? Mm. Why won't you answer these basic questions? Right. No apologies, sir. Do you, do you think you should be charged criminally for Albert's for some of the criminal behavior you've obviously been a part of? <laughs> How much money have you personally made off the vaccine? How many boosters do you think it'll take for you to be happy enough with your earnings? That's <laughs> uh, a long Nothing. video. I'm about to cut it off uh, at some point. Who do you good. meet with here in secret? Will you disclose who you met with? Who right. did you pay commissions to? In the past, Pfizer has paid $2.3 billion in fines for deceptive marketing. Mm. Have you engaged in that same conduct again? That's a good place to stop. Yes. Yeah. Man. <clears throat> I, Man. I mean, that is like stainless steel freaking cojones walking down the streets of Tabitha. The video is great because he's yeah. literally walking side. And then people are trying to keep, you know, he makes it, he does a good job of keeping the microphone where he can talk and, and he, if he ever replies, you can hear it. Right. And then he doesn't touch him. He doesn't violate his personal space or anything to keep the security guards from fucking throwing them out in the street. I, I was waiting to see somebody run up with a baseball bat and kneecap this motherfucker. Well, I mean, I, I, I don't know who that guy is, but he needs to be somewhere. Yeah, he needs, need he needs to be hero. somewhere safe. We need that sure. hero. Yeah. But, this well, guy. one of the guys, hold on, he tweeted. Well, he even said he, he tweeted was, within the last hour, so that's cool. So, hopefully he's not dead. Yeah, he's okay. He's doing well on his yacht. Dude, just, I mean, you got to give it to these guys. So, the balls that go there, for one. Well, they're protected. Nobody's going to touch them. Well, what? We're talking about the reporters, Dan. No, I'm talking about the Yeah, I know, CEO but that's not what Wes is talking about. I'm not talking about, about the, I don't fuck the CEO. Oh, the reporters. I'm fine. talking about the reporters. No, the dude that's the CEO of Pfizer has got huge balls. Yeah. He's just passing off this shit that's killing people. Yeah. What kind of balls do you have to have to do that? Or at least, None, at least really. a lack of morality. None, you're just a psychopath. Right? That's all you are. But, I mean, the reporters, the dude from Canada, you know, I mean, they're, I mean, he flew over there and he's chasing this guy down and asking him these questions. You got to give him kudos for that. Yeah, oh, yeah he's great. Yeah. I hope he doesn't suicide himself. Right. <laughs> but, you know, that video, and then they also get Klaus Schwab at the end, too. But, you know, it's, it, to me, it, it is a microcosm of the issues. That's probably the first time he's ever been ask those questions after two years of complete ineffectiveness right and complete ineffectiveness is probably the nice way of putting it yeah well yeah. that that's the positive part of it yeah the ineffective is the positive the death of many many people is the negative yeah i mean i if it didn't, if, if it just if didn't if it work, just didn't work. You you can nobody be mad died? at him right, about well, it. You you're, you suck. But there are fucking you suck people at what you do. dying. You, I mean, they're no. Now you're first. a killer, dude. Yeah. My wife's health. She's had some issues. They're minor issues, but she's had issues since she had the, just the two vaccines. 
And now she's not she's not one to admit that, but she's laying in bed right now because her sinuses are killing her, and they've been hurting her for yeah. the last year and a half. Yeah, she's got a compromised immune system. Yeah, you know? and so you know, I, this is you know I think Steve Dace recently said it, or, or somebody Horowitz, one of them, like that the vaccines are the single most important issue going on right now. Yes. And I, I have very strong feelings about it, obviously. Mm-hmm. I, I, maybe I agree with that. Maybe I don't. I, I don't know. I feel like there's so many important issues. It's hard for me to just pick one. Yeah. But what... It, at some point, somebody has to pay for this. Sure. What they've done. And at some point, we as a society have to say, hey, th- this isn't right. And, and And even if it goes to the FDA, who approved it? Yeah. And approved boosters and approved it for kids up to six months and pregnant women and all these things. And, you know, so I, I also struggle with, you know, like politicians, right? And, and as much as I love DeSantis, the one thing I'm a little torn on is I wouldn't say he was necessarily a vaccine salesman, but we promoted it for a long time in Florida. Well, and it, it, that was from a lack of knowledge. They just, you know, we were told that it worked. It was going to be fine. Everything was good and gravy. And you just assume you you are you naturally want to trust these companies, Pfizer, Viagra. You know what? They came out and they made old man's PPs work. You yeah. know, and you're like, okay, you know, Pfizer's a reputable name. Surely, they wouldn't put something on the market. Johnson and Johnson. Moderna, I never heard of, but yeah, I mean, but like big pharma has been the villain for years and then just randomly in November of 2021 or 2020, they become the heroes of earth. Well, they're the villains, but everybody's still taking their shit because, you know, because they create an environment in which their products are perpetual. Yeah. 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 Because you're the cure is here's another pill. Right. Here's yeah. another pill. Well, and that it's is because we don't have health care. We have sick care in this country. We, 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 oh, don't, yeah. we don't have health care. No. There's no, there's very little preventative care. You know, and and this has come up recently. I mean, I haven't had to take medicine outside of ibuprofen in, hell, I don't know, years. Yeah. Probably since I took a chainsaw to the knee and had, you know, took antibiotics. But when, you know, my wife and I were sitting down yes, uh, recently after going to the doctor and they kind of upped my blood pressure medication because the the ER rightfully just put me on like a baby dose. The the lady's like, yeah, this is like for a 10 year old girl. Yeah. Well, he's 70 pounds. Um, so they upped it and she was, and you know, my wife's like, you don't want to be on that. So we got to make changes. Like we got to do these things so that you're not on this long term. She's like the, the damage it will do to your body long term because there is something, you know? Yeah. So you start looking up the side effects and like, Oh, if I got to take this, Long term, like, oh, it's going to destroy my liver. And I assure you, I've done plenty to destroy my liver. Right. <laughs> you don't need any help. My liver is either completely destroyed or the strongest muscle in my body. I'm just waiting for mine to just and there's no And there's the no floor. in between. <laughs> right. <laughs> Mine's just going to fall out on the floor. <laughs> it's flat. But so, like, how do we handle these people as a society? I know how we should handle it, but how are we going to handle it? And I think that determines a lot of our future. This is bad. And, and, and maybe you the listener or somebody disagrees with 
you know, a, a corporal punishment aspect of it, but somebody has to pay. This dude can't well, just, it, Albert well, Boyle can't go sit on his fucking well, yacht and ride around the world. When you think of it on a linear fashion, the first thing we need to do is get the right people in office that are going to do something about it. You can't just sit here and say, well, what are we going to, no, obviously we can sit here and say that. I'm not bashing you for bringing the question up. But the way we do something about it is we get the right politicians in office who are actually going to have the fuzzies to do something. Okay. How many of those across the entire country do you think there are? Five. Maybe. Maybe yeah. five. Uh, our, our state rep. I don't think there's any. Our, our, our state rep, who, who I like a lot, who I voted for in the primary, mm-hmm. sat here. And, and just like every other politician – Told me, no, it should be freedom of choice, freedom of choice, freedom of choice. Okay, well, no, that's not good enough. It's just not. And and I understand that's a principle that we should have in a lot of areas, not in this one. At at some point, we well, freedom of choice comes with with (laughs) accurate information, right? Mm -hmm. But at some point, we on the right have to. We we talked about in the live stream that. DeSantis is just waging war. Right. And at some point we just have to go decide to wage war. And, and 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 it may be somewhat against our principles. So you're right. We should have freedom of choice on a lot of stuff. And we should but we should have the right information for that. Well, we didn't get the right information, so I no longer care about freedom of choice. Yeah, there was no informed consent in this whatsoever. No, not truly informed consent. It was falsely informed yeah. consent. Is what and it so it, no, it wasn't even it was falsely informed, and then it was forced. Well, okay, so so let's ask this. So how many votes? It was mandated. DeSantis got what, 4 million votes? Is that right? Yeah. Seems about right. right. It would be more than that. He had 4 million votes in the first election. It, whatever. Let's say 5 million. I forget what it was. Okay, let's, let's call it 5 million. Of those 5 million people that voted for Ron DeSantis, how many of them do you think would make even a smidgen of the stand of what we just said on the vaccines not enough okay well, well what number is enough because that's the number we have to find out to then go push these folks to go do something about it like the grand jury that we have going on in florida is going i think will yield some good things what can the state of florida do i don't know but there's only one health department out of 50 in the entire country that's even pausing Saying, hey, we're not, we don't think if you're a male under 39, you should take these. And and to me, that is the like most moderate stance you can make. But yet, Florida's leading the way. Why is it? I, I don't understand. This is such a dire situation with this. And we're, we're sitting here. With no one to fight the battle for us against something that is actually killing people and the machine is 100% full force trying to debunk and keep people from thinking it's killing people. They'll come up with fairy tales all over the fucking place. Yeah, Joe Scarborough had like just the most nonsensical... We, he had a bad bout of COVID. It's absurd. And he's like, well, you know, I really should have got my booster. It would probably just been a little sneeze and I'd have moved on. 
you're you're Joe Scarborough's a fucking moron. Yeah, he's well, I mean, for lots idiot. of reasons, but yeah. yeah, I mean, highlighted in this. Yeah, current. that that just <laughs> highlights all the other moronic things he said. But they, like that's stupid. Yeah, but but it's a cult. Oh yeah, like like it, all of it is a cult, and and even if you get into just the normal vaccine stuff, and 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 I don't. And I really don't have strong feelings one way or the other. I know which way I'm leaning currently. If I had a young kid, well, you the the issue is that the people we should be able to trust are untrustworthy now. Yes, that's the issue. You can't trust the FDA. You can't well, it's, trust the it's CDC. You can't trust the American well, Medical absolutely. Association. And, and well, and until and, we the people uh, have had enough. Point of order. DeSantis got four point six million votes okay. in the last election. So if you use Dan's math, five million, he got five million, and Dan's a boomer, so he likes to round up, <laughs> right? You know, rounding up by four hundred thousand yeah. votes, sure. So it's more than rounded down to four million, <laughs> closer. And, uh, wait, what? Well, I got a pee. We're coming up on a break. Four million, so we're to five million. About... What's closer to what he? Got? <coughs> He's closer to five million. Thank you, but it's not. Thank five you, million. thank you. Okay, the actual number. Travis has the pee. What what percentage of that? The four point six million, four million, five million, seven hundred ninety-five million. I don't give a damn. What percentage would that will actually pick up the phone, call a state rep or a state senator, and say, "Hey, go fight this shit." Very, very small. Very small. If any, that's a, that that's the problem. Look, it, I, is, it is to a certain extent our representatives and our elected officials, but we can't keep pointing the finger at them when we won't force them to go fucking do it. How, right? How how did the Nuremberg trial start? What what spawned them? I don't know. You were around back then, man. I was not. Yeah, you were what like you, you were. Weren't you there? <laughs> weren't you there? <laughs> no, I missed it by about twenty five years. <laughs> it was definitely not twenty five years. <laughs> All right, I missed it by ten years. <laughs> Uh, what spawned it? Well, what spawned well, it how was, did it, how was did a it, well, recognition how did it, well, of the evils. Well, people wanted a chunk of flesh. They yeah. wanted revenge. Yeah. They wanted vengeance. Who? Well, I don't know. Who? Uh, I'm the, not, the I'm Jews? not, I'm I'm not mentioning that. I'm trying well, to make your point for you, Travis. Travis. I, I, well, Who? Was it okay, the people? Well, well, I don't know, Dan. I really don't. Like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying it, to... It was a certain God's chosen people, yes. It was God's chosen people that wanted vengeance. Yes. And and they deservedly deservedly needed vengeance. I mean, I I don't disagree with that. How far away are we from that here? Very far, dude. Man, everybody's fucking watching Oprah and sitting there looking at TikTok. I mean, we're we're fucking way from it because they because they're not fucking paying attention because they've done a wonderful job of distracting the entire population. They have done People a don't fucking brilliant shit. job. Some um, a friend of mine who is now a retired doctor. She, let me pull this up real quick. She posted. Uh, excuse me, um, a book. She said that everybody should read. Let me find it. Let's see what she's got. Two accounts because one of them keeps getting banned. Trance, Formation of America. It's a, uh, it's basically a true life story of a CIA mind control slave. So it's basically an outline of the tactics that the CIA has used to control American opinion or any opinion in any country. 
since its inception. Everybody going to take a piss? I mean, we're only like three minutes from <laughs> the break. Here. I don't know. I came back and Dad started walking on. Right? I didn't know if we were still recording or not. I'm sitting here talking to myself. But, yeah, uh, while you were on your break, <laughs> we were talking about how uh, how government has manipulated thought processes here. And one of the ways they've done that is, I mean, you know, we were talking about how far we were away from Nuremberg-style well, trials. Well, the point you made before the manipulation side of it was correct in that it is all the comforts. It is all the bread and circuses that are keeping people from doing anything. Yeah. Keep, keeping people from being involved in any way, shape, or form. They are placating us. And, and by I mean us collectively, not us as sitting at this table. That's what they're doing. I mean, they are distracting us and placating us. Yeah. To be able to do whatever the fuck they want to do. Yeah, absolutely. And and it is it, it it is nefarious in the fact that people in 2020 just wanted to get back to a sense of normal, whatever yeah. quote normal was. Yeah. Right. And then, you know, I for a little while I kept hearing this phrase new normal. Mm-hmm. And it went away real quick in Florida because our new normal was just normal. basically the old normal. Old normal. With better governing. Yeah. Uh, but, like, as soon as it kind of got back to, you know, the supply chains kind of fixed itself. Yeah. Uh, for the most part, there's still issues out there. Uh, like I'm, I'm, don't tell anybody, but I'm starting to sell, sell uh, black market eggs. So Dude, I'm, I'm thinking about yeah, <laughs> I'm about to get some chickens. Well, yeah. don't. It's uh market's going down. So, oh. um, but anyways, uh, you know, the supply chain's kind of fixed itself. You know, the all the sports leagues are going off without a hitch. You know, all the kids stuff. I mean, really, for a vast majority of the country, there's really nothing changed, right? You know, from prior to 2020, and and so many people have just gotten back into the mindless part of life like where they just they're they're not paying and, and, and to me it's not even paying attention you don't have to be freaks like us to just keep up with it non-stop right they're just placated they're but, but, they're, they're satiated but how can you not ask everyday questions? stuff like how, how can you see a 24 year old man pass out on monday night football and not that, that doesn't pique your interest at all hmm. like to ask any kind of question like that. Well, it, it did it. It captivated the nation. People are asking the questions, the but they're not publicizing those in the questions. wrong way. It's not in the public eye. So, and they're keeping they're purposefully keeping it out of the public eye. So, let me ask you this: how how Look, does I'm the only one that hadn't pissed, and we're up against a break. How does <laughs> only me and Dan keep going while you go? Piss how does a guy fall over in the middle of a Monday night football game? And the whole nation all of a sudden becomes invested in that person. Like that, that doesn't that seem strange to you? I mean, it's not the first time somebody's been seriously hurt. Yeah, in a football. I, game. I disagree with the premise of that. In that, I mean, I really hadn't heard much about it outside of my circles that I talk sports with. Well, it's completely. 
it's it's completely infatuated the sports world. Yeah. So every every football game you watch, yeah. every single one, every week, he's mentioned. Of course. Yeah, and and you have people just fawning over everything about him, his family, the whole nine yards. Like this is the most important thing happening in the world. When you've had people get paralyzed in football games, you've had people die. Well, because I think most most people, field. whether they'll admit it or not, have a lot of questions about what happened that day. But again, I, I go back to the if it's a mistake you have made, it is much harder to point the finger and condemn somebody else for it. No, I, I, that, that, that's I just a reality. That. I understand. And that. so when you see that happening with a 24 year old young man who's in great shape, who I'm, I'm going to assume bench press is well north of 300 pounds. He's a fucking safety in the NFL. Yeah. And he's got hard plastic, if not Kevlar over his chest, gets hit by another guy with hard plastic, if not Kevlar over his shoulder, mm-hmm. and then just literally dies on the field. Would deep inside of you, whether you whether people will listen to it or not, or if they'll admit it publicly or not, they got more questions outside of just Camosio Cordis. Camosio Cordis is bullshit. So, but how is this so captivating, though? Is it because is this a way to divert that internal guilt or? Yeah, I mean, I, it 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 I mean it's virtue signaling. It's it's I mean it's no different than forcing the Redskins to change their name or anything like that. I mean, that, that's how I view it. Hey, guys, it's Wes. Thank you so much for helping our... Take a break, do beer reviews. We're right. so excited about we come back, I want to have a discussion about the listeners Daily Wire, Stephen Crowder stuff. And we're very excited to be able to now offer sponsorships for liberty-minded business owners right here on our podcast. So reach out to us. You can contact me directly at Wes at WesHerndon.com. Or you can go to our Facebook page. It's facebook.com forward slash the Driveway Liberty Podcast. Send us a message, man, if you're interested. We'd love to have you as a sponsor. And maybe if you're local or nearby, we can actually shoot a podcast directly at your business. Either way, let's get back to the broadcast. All right, guys, welcome back to the Driveway Liberty Podcast. Nobody's got their headphones on except for me. But that's what happens when everybody goes and pees during the cast. And then when I go pee and come back, when we shut it down for the break. I mean, you're a little premature on that starting to pack up. It is time <laughs> for beer reviews. Don't say that. Beer reviews. Beer reviews. Beer reviews. Dan, what you drinking over there, buddy? I am drinking a uh, Yingling Hershey's. All right. Which is very nice. In a bottle. The, the chocolate. The nice. chocolate beer. Mm-hmm. It's a porter. Right. A little, uh, a little it's a very light thing. porter. I mean, it it's is. a very it loose is. definition is. of the term porter. That's true. It is. That's true. It's a delicious beer. I could drink several of those in a city. You have. Well, that's true as well. <laughs> it's like when yeah. I call myself Native American. Like, it's a kind of loose definition of that. I am 14,000 times more Native American than Elizabeth Warren. Mm-hmm. And when I told someone that recently, they're like, really? Like, hell yeah, I am. And then they're like, I know, but you, 
you kind of got some European features. Like, break out the whiskey, homo. That's right. Well, let's do this. <laughs> I will okay, show you. Apparently, I'm I'm a black man. <laughs> Damn, or, I'm significantly more Indian than you are black. No. Yeah, I, dude, I'm like twenty five percent. Twenty five percent. Yeah. Are you? Have you seen me drink whiskey? Yes, I. Have. I will also trade horses for blankets. <laughs> like. Especially right now. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you a fucking I'll go find a horse for a fucking blanket right now. <clears throat> right now. I am uh I'm 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 Cherokee and also African American. I mean not predominantly if we're being honest. I'm like four like percent. Like, like a rounding error of both is that I'm like four percent <laughs> North African. Like Algerian, which That's is basically like Roman. South African, but North African. Like Moroccan? Yeah, I, I understand the difference in the two. Like, like South African would actually make more sense, but. Yeah, it would make a lot more sense. North African? But if you're like in the Algeria area where the Romans conquered thousands of years ago. That, that probably make that's probably where it's from. Yeah. There you go. There it is. So basically Italian-ish. Did I ever tell y'all a <laughs> yeah. story about Italian adjacent? When I decided to go back to college and I filled out the college application and it asked about your descent and I put Native American, which I do have Native American um, lineage, but I didn't have DNA evidence to back that up back then. And I walked into the financial aid office. And the woman looked at the application and said, uh, wait, you put that you were Native American. And, you know, I'm white, I'm red-headed. <clears throat> Ginger. I'm, I'm like, yeah, I was <laughs> born here. I'm Native American. It's like, well, that's not how that works. Well, you should specify that on the application. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Literal translation. <laughs> yeah. I'm a Native American. I was born right here. That's right. Well, thanks for asking, Dan. I am drinking the Iron Maiden Hellcat IPA from Brewdog Brewery. Nice. Just kind of mm. clean it up. I had the Crowler in the live stream. Yeah. And I just was filling the cooler up because I didn't, I estimated correctly that the Crowler wasn't going to be enough to get through both casts. Right. Both are very good beers. Mm -hmm. They are. Very nice choice. Yeah. Well, I decided to step outside of the comfort zone a little bit. <laughs> And instead of drinking the can, I'm drinking the uh, the can bottle. <laughs> the aluminum bottle. The aluminum <laughs> bottle, 16 ounce Miller Lite. Very nice. And it's uh, it's pretty tasty right now. Okay. Tasty. So as I so brilliantly teased before we went to break. Yeah, we're going to talk about Crowder. So we're going and, and <clears throat> just as a quick backstory. Okay, so let's. So Stephen Crowder is probably. Well, not probably. Steven Crowder is the biggest conservative social media influencer. I don't know what you want to call it. Content creator. Content creator. There you go. Yes. And like, it's not even a close second. Like, I mean, there. Yeah. He's the he's the only one on the conservative side of the aisle that they actually have memes. Because it changed my mind. Meme. Right. That yeah. is Steven oh, yeah. Crowder. Yeah. And so he was with the Blaze for a long time. He's been with Fox News. <clears throat> And kind of operated outside of the Blaze's normal schedule, right? The Blaze is like a TV or radio station. Like, they got to, hey, tune in at 
seven o'clock Eastern and it's so-and-so. Right. Okay. So he operated outside of that, but his term was coming to an end, uh, ended, I I guess, first part of this year. Yeah. And so he was a free agent. He was negotiating what wasn't, I think was negotiating with the blaze, but they couldn't come to terms. Well, he he left the blaze, but I'm sure, but but I'm sure he was, there was some negotiations. Right. Before sure. But he made it a very big point to say, this isn't about this whole situation. Isn't about the blaze, the blaze and him have grown. Their ideals have, have, yeah, what, what, well, what they want to do. Blaze also didn't allow him to have access to his email list through the well, bug club. His numbers, yeah. yeah. How many how many specifically numbers he was generating, the Blaze wouldn't let him have that. Right. Which isn't unusual. No. So, as he's filled in offers, there he, he gets an offer. Turns out it's from the Daily Wire. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, there are, and, and, well, it's an initial term sheet, non-binding term sheet. So it's basically a start of negotiation, but that's right. basically the boil, a boilerplate contract, and it was for fifty million dollars. Now that wasn't fifty million dollars, and Daily Wire handled all the production. Right, it was basically fifty million dollars for four years. He handled his own production. And well, it was fifty million dollars for him to pay himself and his team <laughs> right. and all the production costs right. to produce his show. Right. For how many years was it? Four years. Four years. Which so twelve if, and a half million. If a Daily Wire walked in here today and offered <laughs> us that same contract, I mean, given what our production uh, budget is right now, <laughs> I mean, we we'd be we'd do pretty good. That'd be we, terrible we, negotiating we, on their part. They could just, <laughs> right? Yeah. They could just get like two yeah. cases of beer a week. And, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but so so on this term sheet, there, there are some things, right? And and where. Where Steven Crowder had – the biggest issues were the the way the Daily Wire monetized a lot of their stuff, <clears throat> besides their uh, subscription model, is through YouTube, Facebook, right, Instagram, those types of things. Mm-hmm. And so there was a couple of things on there that was um, – that, that were you – know, one of them was like, oh, if you have a boycott sponsor – and you can't, and it's like a boycott sponsor of more than 50% of revenue, and you can't replace that in 90 days, we deduct 25% of the fee. Right. Which, if you lose 50% of your sponsors, only get deducted 25% of your fee. I, I think that's actually kind of fair. But, you know, so so Crowder's point on that was that he was, that, that was encouraging <coughs> – the leftists to, you know, drive boycotts against content creators. Right. And then if you go and look, you know, there was other ones like if you lose monetization on YouTube, it's 25%. If you lose monetization on Facebook, it's X percent. And and so. Apple, I mean, it went through the whole thing. And so Crowder's main stance was, hey, is this a movement? Because if this is a movement, then demonetizing content creators that are helping the movement is or, or penalizing content creators for helping the movement that are helping the movement is only playing into the hands of big tech and you're right. basically holding a big counterproductive tech. counterproductive yes. daily wire stance is hey man this sucks but this is how we make money yeah and so they've they've kind of went back and forth. There was videos, you know, response videos and this and that. 
and Candace Owens was on a podcast going off about it, and then Stephen Crowder. I mean, so and and, and my thoughts on it, and I've, I've probably spent way too much time reading and listening about this, but obviously with what we do, it, it's interesting, right, to me, sure, because I understand <clears throat> you you cannot. Rumble is getting close, I think. Rumble's getting there. Right. But I don't think you can monetize it the same way you can monetize YouTube. Mm. Facebook, YouTube, these places, that that's that's still where you have to monetize. Yeah. Even for conservative content creators. You know whose fault that is? Conservative media. No. I don't it's not conservative media at all. It is listeners that it's listeners that, that won't go anywhere else besides facebook youtube instagram all that stuff right they, they just they so no, no matter what happens mark lemon is like one of the few exceptions um but that it is you know, you know con- conservative media consumers will not follow the producers to platforms that are not the general platforms as a general rule, that's not a hundred percent, but as a general, no, rule. but it's obvious. I mean, you know, we get our, our, our podcast actually gets a good bit of play on getter, but it doesn't translate to additional downloads or additional views or anything else, but on getter itself, you go in there and we post our most recent audio cast or our most recent video cast and we'll have 12, 15, you know, 150, 200 likes there. But if you look at our numbers, those same 150 aren't in our numbers. Right. So, so what, what it basically boils down to is this. I think personally, I think they're both right. Crowder is correct is how can we have a conservative movement? If we're beholden to these liberal organizations. To big tech. Yeah. The Daily Wire is saying, okay, that's fine, but this is how we have to monetize. I, I, get, I, understand. I get that too. That, 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 Absolutely. That's part of the business plan. Now, could within could Daily Wire say, look, we're going to pivot more towards Rumble? Yeah. Is Rumble equipped to handle all the Daily Wire's traffic that may come over? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So- like I, I think, as a movement, we're in a we're in a precarious spot. Yeah, we, we really are. Well, the 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 current monetization model doesn't work. Well, for well, our for our movement, well, we sit back and we bitch, or Travis more than us bitch about Facebook being a shit platform, and I bitch about YouTube being a shit platform. And you're both right. And, and we are, but <laughs> but we absolutely have to, if for us to get a message out, if we're doing video, audio, not, not so much, but video, we have to use both of those platforms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Until they, till they ban us, we have to use both of those platforms. Well, there, there, to me, there's light at the end of the tunnel in that regard, because remember there was a time where, you couldn't compete with cable television. You turned on your TV, you had a guide, you scroll through, every station was numbered. 
click, click, click. It was all good. Now they're streaming services. Sure. But see, here's where I think the other problem we're running into is if I want exclusive content for the blaze, I have to have a subscription there. Yes. If I want exclusive content from the daily wire, I also have to have a, a subscription there. If I want to support the driveway Liberty podcast, I have to have a subscription there. But if all Tim the pool, yeah, yeah, I mean, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, you know, at, at some point it's subscription fatigue. Well, and somebody, somebody's going to make a lot of money coming in and saying, if you want blaze, you want daily wire, you want driveway Liberty podcast or whatever, you could come here and subscribe. For this amount of money, the Freedom Media Media Corporation, you and you have access to all of this alternative media, and 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 other and, you know entertainment programming. It's no different than cable TV. I mean, you've got yeah. all these and, different companies. You've got to give it to Daily Wire. They've attempted to do that. They're doing movies. They have things that aren't necessarily politically. There may be a slant there. But they, you know, like Gina, what's her name? That was Carano. Yeah, Carano. They're doing the mainstream. She's they're doing mainstream hot. movies. Gina Carano's hot to me. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. doing mainstream yeah. movies without the leftist Probably narrative. Yeah. Probably right. Yeah. So you you you've got an organization like Daily Wire that's attempting to to break that mold. But um, you've got to have an organization that's going to kind of just pull all of these things together. And well, allow and and bring the viewers that these like Facebook and all of this. Well, and they also have to make money to pay for these things. Sure, yeah, well, absolutely. See, see and and that that's the issue where, like, I I fully understand both sides of the argument. Is big tech's got us by the cojones. Mm-hmm. However, the people that we're trying to reach, that's where they're at. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, that that's just a reality, and. But but obviously, I mean, we don't we don't have a lot of followers on Facebook. But you know, you've got to. How do you break through the mold? And I, as a web marketer, I'm trying to figure this out on a weekly basis. How do we break through here? And and because that audience is on Facebook, how do we get in front of that audience? And with us, with our content and the type of content we offer, it's even more difficult than a charter fisher guy sure that's trying to try to break through right and so 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 now the question is so really to me there's three facets of it is that crowder's right in that people that are part of the movement which is what what he keeps saying shouldn't be penalized for big tech coming after him because big tech is coming after him yeah at, at some point no doubt steven crowder has one of the larger YouTube channels and by far the largest in the political space on anything considered on the right. And he hasn't been able to monetize for four years. Yeah. Yeah. You've got, uh, you know, Ben Shapiro, Bongino, Bongino, I don't think it's been monetized for a long time on YouTube, you know, but all all these different, and and, and Bongino's a 24 hour delay. Yeah. Which is basically demonetized. Right. Yeah. Can't so, make any money until this podcast is out for 24 hours. And so these folks are starting to move to Rumble and those types of things. And I think Rumble is headed in the right direction as a true alternative to YouTube. But I don't know that it's there yet. No. A. B. I don't know that the people are there. The people in mass 
are, are not like on Rumble like they are on YouTube. Okay, so there's really three facets to it. Daily Wire says, hey, we're giving you 50 million bucks. We got to make money. Okay, they're not giving you $50 million for charity. No. They're giving you $50 million to hope they make 75 back over those four years. Right. Okay. The, the, the issue is YouTube, well, part of, the, not, not the issue, but a part of the the contributing factor is YouTube isn't just about politics. It's about everything. I mean, right. anything video well, is on and, YouTube. Well, and I, I think hopefully Rumble grows that way. You know, obviously yeah. it started more of a free speech, blah, blah, blah. But I mean, you can go in there and find all kinds of stuff. But sure. It, it, so, so I think everybody's right here. I also think the consumer is right in that, hey, man, it's just easy to get on Facebook and YouTube. It is. is. It is easier. I mean, Rumble, if we wanted to live stream on the Rumble, we have to, right now until we've got 100 subscribers on Rumble, we have to pay Rumble to go live. Right. And, you know. That's a big deterrent. That is a huge deterrent. I mean, because for somebody of, starting out, it's it's a huge deterrent. And yeah, you thought like a lot of Crowder's arguments is listen, the new guy, the he calls them kids, and right. he, he it's not kids. It's somebody could be forty years old. It's new to this format, which we would qualify for that. Yeah, trying to break in, it's it's impossible. Unless you're on those platforms. Yeah. And if you're giving the message that we need to give, those platforms won't allow it. Right. That, and so then you can't grow and argument. you can't monetize it. Yeah. Sure. Hey, look, I, I think everybody's got a good argument here. Like and Daily Wire's like, this. listen, this is the game. This is the, the, the game. We have to play within the game in order to survive financially. Right. So I get that. Yep. But to Crowder's point is the game is broken. We need a new game. And everybody who's tried to produce the new thing, it takes talking to your point with Rumble. Rumble's doing well, but it's not YouTube, not even close. Well, just think about it. When people get banned off of Twitter, it's like they didn't exist anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Because nobody followed them to wherever they went. Yeah, nobody following them to truth or get her, you know, like in, in mass or MeWe or wherever, right? I mean, and, and that's just, that's just. Everything's secondary. Yeah, I mean, that's just reality. Yeah. And, and, and so part of that's on us as the consumers that, that we have to be better about utilizing these alternative platforms. A hundred percent of that is on us, the consumer. And, if you want to support these people, you have to go to those areas. But I also think the flaw in the daily wires model is it, it, it is being beholden to big tech. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you know, I, I think I heard someone say like, well, you know, well, hadn't it been any daily wire hosts come out against the vaccine. Wonder why that is. If they're beholden to big tech. Well, and I don't know if that's true or not. Shapiro has been pro vaccine. Yeah. But from the get go. So, so we, we run into these issues and then, you know, what's the alternative? How do you monetize it? How do you do these things? How, how do you, you know, like streaming, there's infrastructure behind that. Yeah. There's infrastructure on the creator side. There's infrastructure on the streaming service side. You know, like Apple Podcasts doesn't charge us anything. And it's the largest podcast platform. But 
Apple is incurring a cost for hosting all that. Now, it's kind of a way they do it. It's really remote, so it's probably not very much cost at all. But there's got to be a better model. I think we all got to work together to figure it out. But part of it, a lot of it is us as consumers, we have to be better. Yeah, we have to go and support the the platforms who are friendly to the liberty movement. Well, we we do. Yeah, I know you. Yeah, you're, yeah. you subscribe to Daily Wire. I subscribe to the Blaze. I subscribe to the Blaze. Yeah, so, I, I think I, mean, I think my Daily Wire subscription ended, but I can't remember. But but I I pay ten bucks a month or whatever it is. Well, I pay Blaze. ten bucks a month to the Blaze and rarely ever use any of their exclusive content i just wanted to support them yeah, yeah. We, we canceled cable we canceled hulu and disney plus and i'm like you know what i'm giving my money to somebody I like the the issue you have is the majority of this stuff that's on these subscription services mm-hmm. is available free yeah now like now, if, if you right. wait or uh, like the steve day show mm-hmm. or glenn beck show on the blaze yeah, if you wait, it comes up in the podcast. No, you, you, if you go to, I have an app on my phone, a conservative radio app mm-hmm. that I can listen to Glenn Beck at eight o'clock in the morning when he comes on. I can listen to Pat Gray at six o'clock when he mm-hmm. comes on. And I can listen to Steve Dick, their show live on the radio, mm-hmm. like on my phone. Right. It's all free. It's the overtime stuff with those that yeah. you get for free. And then there's other exclusives. And they and do, sure. yeah. It's like Glenn Beck's Wednesday night special and stuff. Right. Yeah. But you, you wait a day, it's out on YouTube the next right. day. I got to pee. I'll be right back. Okay. Freaking medicine's killing me. Yeah. Mm. That erratic. Water pill. Water pill, baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, all, but those kind of things, y- you can get, you end up getting it on YouTube. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. yeah, and you can wait on it. But know. even, like, I think even, like, live, I think Glenn Beck's YouTube channel has his show at the same time as his show. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a, a an underlying factor of your subscription portion pays for X, your YouTube monetization pays for Y, Yeah, and then... Any other forms of income pay for Z, you add it all up, and that's your conglomerate. Well, because the subscription part isn't big enough. All right. So I obviously look at video marketing and other web marketing from a different perspective, other than just for us as a podcast, because that's my day gig. Yeah. I also look at it as, um, as a musician because. You know, we don't have traditional record companies like we used to. Yeah. Um, as a musician, you put your info, you put your music out there and Spotify and Audible and <clears throat> iTunes and all of that. But I've been doing a lot of research on how to market my music because, you know what, I'm going through a midlife crisis, apparently. And I'm trying to write more music and get it out there. And I've had semi-successful uh, musicians tell me they want to produce an album for me. Two of them within like three weeks, which is pretty cool. At 50, yeah, 52 okay, years sweet. old, they're like, all right, 
when you get ready to record, I want to produce your next album. So I've had, I've had that happen, which is really cool and flattering. So I've been looking into not only how to market us as a podcast, but I've been looking at other avenues in which to market my music. And, um, like I'm watching this chick from, from Great Britain. She's a musician, songwriter. And for every million views she gets on a video, she gets about six grand. It's not bad. I mean, you know, if you're getting a million views, you get six grand. Um, if you've got 10 songs out there, you know, that's 60 grand. That's a shit ton more than Spotify pays for music or Audible or anywhere else. So her primary marketing model for her music is YouTube. And unfortunately, there's no other avenue out there that's even reasonable for her to be able to market her music. Well, that same principle really applies to what we do on the podcast until Rumble's at a level to where you can earn an income from video or yeah. you have subscribers that are paying you enough to do it. Well, YouTube, we've got to be on YouTube. And then if we do that, then we've got to stop cussing as much. Well, I, what I think, I this is my personal opinion, and, and I've thought about a lot over the last week or so, is what we, people like us, and then people like Steven Crowder, Daily Wire, Blaze, have to decide. Are we a movement or are we a business? Now, those two things aren't mutually exclusive. You can have both of those things. Okay? Right. But you can't operate in such a way that you're just a business. Or you're just a movement. Or you're just a movement. Okay. So so what does that look like? You've right? got to have income to support the movement. Sure. So, you know, one of the things, and we just kind of brought it up, and, and you kind of hit on it a little bit, was an idea I had was like, all right, well, what if you just got a whole bunch of content creators, right? And you, there's no one subscription plan. Right. Okay? You could do a, you could do a rank choice or something along those yeah. lines where. Cafeteria. Well, hey, look, I, I, I want to, uh, and, and, and I'll just use names that, that we've mentioned. All right. So I got in, in this group i've got tim pool and steven crowder and driveway liberty and whoever all, right, all these well you know what i'm really here for tim pool so i'm going to sign up for the ten dollars a month right yeah. and that's your first choice yeah but i also like crowder and i want to subscribe to him so on the same platform i pick a second option and now that's seven dollars a month mm-hmm. how is that different than the cable tv model okay let me finish because you, you get to pick and choose a little bit. You get a little more a Right. Yeah, a little more a card. And, and, and so you have this kind of... But it's a similar concept. It, it's, it's a centralized subscription service that decentralizes it, right? And so so now, driveway... So you could choose Tim Pool number one, and Tim Pool gets 10 bucks a month or whatever, the you know, nine bucks after you take a dollar off as mm-hmm. the centralized place to process it. And then Crowder gets seven, and then your third person, Driveway Liberty, gets $3. Yeah. Right. And then anything after your first three options, you can add on for $2 a month. Let's just say. Yeah. So for 30 bucks a month, you could be subscribing to 10 
I think it was a number or eight, whatever content creators in one spot. And yeah. That's where my 30 bucks goes. Yeah. Right. And I don't have, have their own app. And yeah, you go to that. Yep. Yeah. And then within that own app. Okay. Well, I subscribe to driveway Liberty. Let me go see the exclusive content they've got Yeah, this week. Or, you know, and, and when you pick and choose how you subscribe to these folks. So, you know, to me, that would help the bigger ones like the Crowders and the Pools and all these folks, right? But but it also helps some of these these other creators to be smaller creators like us that are that are trying to do the right thing and, and trying to create a movement. But, hey, we also have to have the business side before we can really get involved fully in the yeah, movement. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> we're, we're bound to one, one and a half days a week that we're we're able to put content out mm. and, and and the half day is a pain in the butt yeah sometimes. it is yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and i mean it's uh, like you had a thing this last weekend and, yeah well if you're gonna buy me a filet and dinner and four whistle pigs well, sorry well the, you, you can give that shit up even if we're making millions of dollars. <laughs> no, don't, don't worry <laughs> you but, can buy your own right <laughs> but we'll be doing the show eating the filet right, right. but you know Drinking like so pigs. so that's my you know, and, and I don't know what the answer is. And, and I think at some point, these folks at the Daily Wire, the Blaze, you know, the, these bigger, you know, content creation places. Yeah. You know, that have to either come together and say, hey, we're a movement. That's also a business. Or we're a business. And, and, and to me, that that's where we're struggling. You right got a now. fine line. I, in there. I, yeah. I think the problem with Daily Wire is they're trying to be competitive in the leftist space they're trying to be yeah, they're trying to, to be, be the the you, yeah yeah but they're but they're trying to be hollywood mm-hmm. along with terrestrial radio or whatever the version of radio is yeah potentially uh news and tv shows yeah, they or do whatever news, tv kids they, shows, sure like they've got they're they're in all that space they're trying to be the conservative Disney. version of that. Yeah. Right. But you're still playing by the same rules and in the same group. Right. But that's the that's rules we currently have. No, right? I understand. Yeah. But that that's 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 the it's a double edged sword type scenario mm-hmm. where you mm-hmm. you're you're trying to compete in that space. You're trying to take view you're trying to give those viewers that are already there an alternative yeah version of the things they like right yeah that's what they're doing they're doing westerns and you know action movies etc without the leftist spin in yeah. that but in that same version crowder is saying hey you guys can be the movement and the leaders of the movement but i don't know that daily wire is has that same vision right Daily Wire is, you talk about the vision of the business side versus the movement side. Daily Wire is leaning more towards the business side. Crowder is all in on the, on the movement side. Right. Yeah. Well, and, and, and I, and I think that is just a difference of opinions, right? And sure. Like, not, if you're, if you got hundreds of millions of dollars on the line as the Daily Wire does. Yeah, I get it. Right. Sure. But I would say Candace Owens is part of whatever movement is going on of, of getting the country back to some kind of sanity. Ben Shapiro. I, I'm not a big he, Shapiro fan. He, but. I, man, I w- was a huge Shapiro fan, but then, but th- there's nobody 
on earth besides Ron DeSantis that has more skins on the wall than Matt Walsh of the Daily Wire in the last yeah. year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got the entire state of Tennessee to act on the Vanderbilt gender clinic stuff. Sure. So, you know, it, it so it, it's one of those, like, what, what, are, what are we, what are we doing? Right. And, well, and you know, I mean, the movement side was kind of my idea during the election cycle with, uh, with driveway Liberty media, I was trying to push us. We actually made some offers to some local guys for, uh, adding content, through different casts that was kind of my vision there but obviously we don't have the capital to push that right now but that i would like to see the movement side right perpetuate the business and and so let's just say for us like let's say our our live streams start to blow up well they're going to blow up on youtube and facebook right well now we're beholden to youtube and facebook because we start monetizing that and the subscription side, and you know, e- even Patreon, which we, we've all had those discussions. Patreon could kill us at any moment. Yeah, and, and I then, fully and then, anticipate that. At and some and then, point then at some future. so at some point, if we got to the point where we could do this regularly, and we're making a decent enough living to do it regularly, five days a week, four days a week, however many days. Right. I like four. I, four how how, how you know how would we monetize it outside of? Patreon, YouTube, Facebook, these places that absolutely well, despise us and well, want us gone. So originally in web marketing, you tried to drive traffic to your website. Whatever that website was, your home base. Now your home base isn't your website anymore. It's your Facebook page. It's your, your Facebook YouTube page, page, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Not so much Twitter if it's a regular Because business. you have a built-in audience on that platform already. Yeah. They don't have to go to your individual. You can website. go sell your wares in all of these other locations other than your website. The key is, and this would be the key for the Daily Wire, that would be the key for Crowder, anybody else, is to drive that traffic to your own website. Okay, but then the Daily Wire is. Daily Wire has something like a million subscriptions a month million monthly subscribers on the long but they're lines. also grabbing money that, that's not going to that website from youtube sure and, and, and these okay. other platforms right. well i mean and if you want to do movies and these types of things that, that's how you got to pay for it millions you know like and millions of dollars right yeah. you know what i'm saying and so yeah. so to me that's the catch 22 because the is, daily wires movies aren't in the movie theater right yeah. so, so, so that, to me that's the, so that's the catch 22 we find ourselves in Yep. We yeah. have to play by their rules to a certain extent. Yep. But if we're trying to do this, we can't play by their rules because we'll get kicked off. Sure. Which we all eventually will. Yeah. But on the flip side, the consumers of this have to also make a stand. But conservative content creators also have to find a way to make it easier. Right. Well, like there's so many problems within this one little spat that's going well, on. Well, and My- if anybody can come up with a solution the the business side would solve itself my, my yeah my 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 direction would be do what you believe do what you do if you get demonetized then you'll force yourself to figure out a way well to monetize. i mean necessity is the mother of invention if you keep i mean if you keep bending to the to knee to facebook youtube whoever it is 
you're you're going to diminish yourself. That's Crowder's point. Yep. Do what you do. And when you get kicked off, it'll force you to find another solution. With that being said. But you got people that aren't willing to do that. And that being said, go follow us on patreon.com forward slash driveway liberty podcast. You can support the cast there. If you are a business uh, that would love to be represented by a liberty minded podcast, you can go there to the driveway liberty podcast.com forward slash advertise. And advertise right here on this cast. With that being said, we are way over time. And I've had a lot of beer. Are we? Yeah. All right. I'm your Uncle Wes. For Travis and Dan, we will see you next time on the Driveway Liberty Podcast.